Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Did you work on Law & Order? No, I never did a single Law & Order. You and I were the only people I had met who had not booked Law & Order. I had been there so many times. The writer room called me one time. They're like, hey, we can't find your agent's information, but we have a role that we think you'd be great for. I came in, didn't get it. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery, and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, much like Mitch McDeer in the firm, I too was mm-hmm. sought after by many of the top podcast agency to host meeting Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in the end, iHeartRadio made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and now I work for the mafia. You know, just doing little things, no big deal, take a package here, don't ask any questions. One time I woke up in Mexico, I was fine, easy walk home. So welcome to the podcast run by our friends at Bendini, <laughs> Lambert, and Locke. My name is Jeff Meacham, and with me is my partner in crime. He served 10 years for killing a man in a bar fight, but the FBI got him out, and now he's hooking up with Holly Hunter. He's Joel Johnstone. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, if there's uh, if there's one thing we've learned from movies, it's uh, don't get in a bar fight when you're on leave from the military because your hands are lethal yeah. weapons. We all know how that story ends, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, isn't that the premise of Con Air? That's exactly my next line I've written down is suddenly you're Nick Cage oh, and Con Air. Oh, your thunder. <laughs> no, it's great. You're hopping a flight with Cyrus the Virus. You're in convo with Steve Buscemi, a.k.a. the Marietta Mangler. Hey, Joel, speaking of weird serial killer types, Alec Diamond Dog Lev is also currently with us. Alec, honestly, dead serious. If you were to be convicted of any crime, what do you think it would be? Like, what do you think is the most likely crime? Looking good. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, Gross. For being a d bag, come on! It would be Al Joel. What would it be? It would be a. It'd be like a white collar crime. No, it wouldn't be a white collar crime. It would be. It would be stuffing his face like Joey Chestnut with human tissue. Like he. he, he oh, you he think he's be, a psychopath? You think he's a I psychopath he's a, inside? I think he's yeah, a cannibal. I am Alec. Think he's, uh, I mean, I eat meat. Oh wow, that was that was really coldly to the point right there me personally i think it would be more heat of passion now that we're back in person with customer reps i see alex snapping and uh, going red and and stabbing someone to death yeah no when date when dateline does an episode about when alec left snapped and you know they found 10 bodies in his refrigerator they're gonna come to me and they're gonna be like did you see this coming be like yeah look well organized in that refrigerator <laughs> you don't want to stack them Tupperware up. Tupperware containers. Yeah. Side yes, by- yes, heads yeah. are on the bottom. You yep. got you yep. to wrap them in cellophane before the Tupperware because then you got to think ahead. Once you open the Tupperware, you got to be ready for that. So you want the wrapping, guys. And do you freeze them <laughs> if it's you know anything beyond three to six months? You got to freeze some. You know. Oh, deep freeze, deep freeze. It's a it's a walk in. Hence why you got to buy the chest freezer. You know that's where you put your thicker meats. What I bought right before COVID. (laughs) I've been thinking about Tom Cruise this week because have you guys heard that uh, Tom Cruise, because he's the most famous uh, uh, actor in the world, as we've decided, has single handedly started the space race again. Have you seen this? Mm. So Russia 
has decided that because they heard Cruz wants to go and make a movie in space, they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're going to do yeah. that before you. And supposedly there's some Russian. Yakov Smirnov. Yeah. Is, is that his name? Yeah, just... he, Yakov Smirnov. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when in doubt, his name is Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> Jeff, do you not know Yakov Smirnov? You know, for remind me who he is again. Yakov Smirnov, one of the great, horrible actors of the 80s. I mean, I. I remember, I remember when he was on an episode of Night Court, but I thought he was a member He's of He's that now. kind of guy. He's yeah. exactly the actor who you'd remember from an episode of Night Court. You got it. Or My Two Dads or something like that. Perfect Strangers, right? Like he'd fit yeah, on one of those. Yeah. Probably He's very started in all of those. Yes. Why the country? That was his thing. Gotcha. Okay, so Cruz, yeah. So he, I guess the Russians want to make this happen before the Americans do. So Tom Cruise single-handedly started the space race. And if you have watched the Apple series for all mankind, you'll know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that's not a smart idea because next thing you know, we're going to have guns on the moon. And uh, we know how that ends. Yeah, but this, is, this, is, this, is, this is why I love my boy Tommy. He loves his country. Go USA. He started the space race. And guys, can I just ask a really dumb question? Is there any other kind? Is there? Oh, come on. (laughs) Tom Cruise quote. (laughs) Alec is so proud. How come we only ever hear about the Americans and the Russians going to space? What about the French? South Africans? Do they not? send people to space it's expensive it's expensive chinese well, yeah i i agree with you it is a marketing ploy it is because the chinese go to space all the time and we don't hear about it it's, it's oh, we don't you're, you're you are right yeah yeah, yeah what yeah, if the yeah. movie is about the russians and the americans in space but in turn cruz comes up with the idea where he's like hey let's make this reality let's blow those suckers up Mm. Hold on. Oh, I like this. I like this. It's a patriotic thing. It's not, it's not. But what did you just, did you just recommend that? We start a war in space? Yeah. Did Tom Cruise want to kill people just there? Oh yeah. That's a good point. Now Tommy's not, I don't think Tommy's a real killer. Well, he was, he wasn't collateral. No, again, that's a movie. But aren't we talking about the storyline of the movie? It's unclear. It is unclear. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Before we get to our two guests today, and that's right, we have two guests some guys two really good looking guys oh, i'm already disappointed in, uh, in our two guests i'm not even going to say their names we'll get to them before that okay. we got the question of the week alec go what role that tom cruise turned down would you like to see him play oh oh i like this question a lot i only know like one or two that he turned down what what do we have a list somewhere oh i got a whole list for you I don't have a list because Jeff just tells me what to ask and I say it and then I go to the bathroom. Gimme, 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 gimme. All right. So, I mean, again, we're talking about the biggest movie star of all time. So he's yeah. been probably offered everything under the sun at some points. But That's here we go. That's what I was going to say. Is this a real list? He's Tom Cruise. Any t- and every every role, right? Well, here's the fun. Here's the fun. So, so we just name name stuff? We just. I'm pretty sure okay. if you did name yeah. a movie, he probably had to come across Dirk Diggler? his desk. Did they offer him Dirk Diggler? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but probably. Jake LaMotta. Jake LaMotta. When he was 19 years old, he was Jake LaMotta. <laughs> I mean, your, your guests are, uh, these are really fun guests. Um, Teen uh, Wolf 3, after Bateman kind of. After Michael yeah. J. Fox and Bateman. They went yeah. cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Okay. So we let's get this one out of the way. We all know that. Gandalf. If they, if Gandalf. They, Did they offer him Gandalf? He actually <laughs> was Gandalf. That was him portraying wow. Ian McKellen playing Gandalf. He's good. He's talented. I, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Tony Stark, we all heard this one, that if they did the Marvel movies in the 90s, he would have been Tony Stark. That one, we're not even going to talk about because Robert Downey Jr. That's probably, I I think it might be the best character ever, right? I mean, is that? Hold on. I completely think Tom Cruise would have been awesome at that. He would have been, yeah. I mean. I'd say that's probably my choice. Are we done now? What? You guys, that's like the best character ever by 
Come on. It, it is. It is. And it, it is. And I don't want to see anybody else other than Donnie Jr. play it. But now that it's in our minds, Tom would have been great. Been great. Wow. All right. I mean, have you? There are rumors out there, especially with this Thor: Love and Thunder and this Spider-Man Three thing that they're doing. There's a there's rumors out there that he might actually be Tony Stark in some alternate universe. So yeah. I'm excited to hear that. Also, yeah. that Michael Keaton might come back and do some more Batman. No, no, he is. He's doing that in. Um, Wait, what? I am. What? How? He's yes. doing that How? in the Flash movie. I think. I think. Don't quote me I on am that. So happy. But they're all coming back. You heard all three of the Spider Men are going to be in Spider Man Three, right? I'll freak out if Michael Keaton plays Batman. Yeah. No, Joel. He is coming back and playing Batman. And then Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back and doing their versions of Spider Man right. in a right. multiverse world T- in the together? new Spider Man Three. Are they, are they yeah. doing? Uh, they're doing what are they spider-man on ice what do they what do you mean together? <laughs> yes it is they'll be in cleveland on the sixth and they will be <laughs> in what the Dayton. fuck do you mean they're gonna do it together that's a that's, that's it, well ridiculous. it's just like how you saw did you not see spider-man in the multiverse or whatever it was called that's what it's called it's that idea so anyway i'm at my mom's house right now ladies and gentlemen she just came in with this note what does it say Ooh, i can't it? read it you don't have to say the word fuck <laughs> Oh, that is such a mom thing to say. She she wrote it down on a notepad and pencil. That's going on Instagram, my friends. Immediately. And Joel, tell them why your mother heard you say that, because what are you doing right now? I'm I'm staying at my mom's house. And how big is your mom's house? (laughs) It's a one bed, one bath. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Are you are you sharing both with her? Yes. One bed, one bathroom, New York City, with his wife and son. We we make we make it nice and cozy here. You guys, yeah, all right, here sure, we go. Sure. Uh, here's one I, again. I just thought these first three I'd get out of the way, but you guys are jumping hard on uh, Andy Dufresne. He was supposedly offered that for uh, uh, Shawshank. Could, could we have seen him play Dufresne? Yeah. Sure. Oh, Jesus, Alec, you're making this not fun, or maybe you are making it fun. I just thought Wait, everybody. I just I'm enjoy- I'm, en- I'm enjoying the notion of Tom Cruise in great movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joel, okay, okay. how do you feel about Andy Dufresne? Um, Shawshank, everyone. Shawshank. Yeah. Shawshank no, I mean, I mean, Sorry, complete, Yes, yes. And a, a, a buttoned-up accountant. That was for who, Sean Hayes' cousin, who doesn't know. Oh, wow. Nice. Way to cross over his cousin in Wisconsin. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey. I don't even want to talk yep. about that one, because that movie's like... I mean, that's... The, I think that's on IMDb, movie, that is yeah. the number yeah. one rated movie of all time. Like, it's, it's right. just too perfect. So, uh, Footloose, the Footloose character, the Kevin Bacon character? Sure, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Uh, yeah, here's a Tommy fun one. Tommy likes to dance. Tommy likes to dance. He does like to dance. We know that. Here's a fun one. Cruz chose Vanilla Sky over A Beautiful Mind. Now, originally, A Beautiful Mind was going to be a Robert Redford film. Uh, it was going to be he directing it and Tom Cruise starring in it. And as we know, it went over to Howard with uh, Crow in the lead role. But yes. wow. So best picture, best actor. He turned mm-hmm. down for Vanilla Sky. That's kind of interesting, right? Could it, could have he done a? I got a hot mind? take. I got a hot take. Go. I love Ron Howard. Did not love that movie. Really, really love it. No. Oh, Jennifer Connelly, who we all have decided I'm not is the best. Of the I best. don't love Jennifer Connelly, but I'm no, just I, saying, I love that, that's, that movie. That's that's not. Oh, that's, wait, that's a good twist movie. Not a Tom Cruise twist movie, but back to where we had a whole episode about good twist movies. Oh yes, great twist movie. That is a great twist movie. The twist of a beautiful mind, Joel. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yeah. That yeah. it's all in his beautiful mind. Do you do you know how the actual mathematician and his wife died? How? What? In a car crash, like last year. Huh? <gasps> no. Aww. Oh yeah, it's horrible. Sorry to break things down. Please, next movie. <laughs> oh my god. There's your twist for you. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so that one, I could have seen him play that one. Okay, uh, but but again, the question of the week is, which one would you like to see him the most? So I'm almost done here. Iron Man. Um, supposedly, Tim Burton called Cruz to play Edward Scissorhands before the obvious choice of Johnny Depp. But no, right? Johnny yeah, Depp no, is no, no, is no. that movie. I mean, Hard when no. you really break uh, that movie down to what it was about, I, I mean... That, that movie it's like, like what hap- what happens what happens wait, wait, if you put, hold on like, jeff what's the end of that sentence what are you saying it's about a guy with scissor hands okay i'm sorry i'm sorry to have interrupted you joel joel no i'm just saying like 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 you know if a movie completely falls apart if you recast one person then that person had to play the role like like you know if if you put judge reinhold in Ledward scissor hands <laughs> you know that's you're on fire today that, that movie might be that might be one of the worst movies of all time. Yakov, you know, about Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> Yakov Smirnov. Yeah, yeah. What do I do with these hands? <laughs> uh, did you guys see the movie Salt with Angelina Jolie that no. nobody saw? It's a no. weird movie. It's 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 she's a Russian spy and some guy comes to get interrogated and he's like in the in four days you are going to murder the president of the United States and she's like what I'm just a house mom and then it turns into this insane movie. Can we get back to Tom Cruise, Jeff? What, what was that in reference to? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Are we now. just reviewing movies that we haven't seen? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was off of your Yakov Smirnoff impression. <laughs> oh, that is true. I did go Russian. Uh, Salt is uh, was another role that he was offered that he turned down it would have been called edwin salt angelina jolie played it instead as uh edwina i don't actually know the name edwin of the character salt hands edwin salt hands if you're just naming roles that they gave to women instead of type aaron brockovich aaron brockovich was originally a man they were gonna make it tom cruise he couldn't do it so julia stepped in ernie brockovich he was gonna be eric brockovich eric is better though i do like ernie brockovich the accountant ernie okay here we go speed ghost i am legend and john carter so he could have been the lead role Holy in speed shit he could have been the Are lead role in Ghost, which is insane. I Am Legend, which went to Will Smith. That would have been anybody. That's one of those roles that anybody could have played. I love Will Smith, but anybody could have done I Am Legend. Not and Judge then, Reinhold. Not Judge Reinhold. I not don't. Judge Reinhold and not Yakov. And then finally, John Carter, which was one of the biggest flops of all time that starred Taylor Kitsch. And for Sean Hayes' cousin, uh, Taylor Kitsch became famous in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Amazing. Why can't we think of his name, his character name? It was like the best character name, too. He Scruffy. was... Riggins, know. dude. Oh. Riggins. Riggins. Tim Riggins. Tim Riggins. Uh, I, I think Speed might be right. Oh, I think we all agree. It's Speed, right? Speed. And I think speed. if speed. I remember from Speed correctly, it was not also not supposed to be her either. Though, though that was her big... Uh, why can't I think of her name? F- most famous it's actress. Yakov Smirnoff. It was supposed to be Yakov Smirnoff driving the bus. Well, the bus. Sandra Bullock. I can see it. I could see Tom in that moment. Remember when they hit the baby carriage and like, and they look back and they think they just killed a baby. And and like Keanu <laughs> plays it cool. Keanu's like cans. It was just cans. Like I could, it was just I could see cans. Tom going the other way with like cans. It was cans. <laughs> you know, just going doing, doing his manic Tom. Wait, wait. I think that was Harrison Ford in Speed. And what would that have oh, sounded oh, like? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Joel, do Harrison Ford speed. All you hit was cans. <laughs> <laughs> the can had one arm. <laughs> <laughs> Those cans were made by Provasic. <laughs> I love it when you do. They're brought to you by Devlin McGregor. Oh, cans. Oh, is that your Pacino? <laughs> Don't ever again hit that many cans. Not while I'm alive. That's good. Hey, watch out for those cans. No, you can't do you can't do your jack those. after we've had Kevin Pollock on this show do the signature jack. Those no, no, cans. no. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end it with this question. Wait, you oh, don't go. end things with questions. You end yeah. them with answers. Alec, stop interrupting them. Stop it. Because this is really good. This is really good. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, this is. Oh, I like what I think I know where you're going. I think where you're Nobody going. knows. If you have to recast Tom in one movie, he, okay. he, you have to, you have to push him out of one movie and push okay. somebody into that role. You have to do it. Okay. Which movie, which actor? Alec? Uh, 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 um, Alec. No, I was just thinking if there's anything I cared less about than coming up with something. Wow. Wow. Way to burn that moment. <laughs> what about you, Joel? Born on the 4th of July, Judge Reinhold. And now, commercials. All right. Our first guest today I met in 1999 on the campus of Balliol College in Oxford, oh, England. He was up on a tree doing some kind of Hamlet impression. He had hair like Justin Timberlake and NSYNC. Ladies and gentlemen, Joel Johnstone. Oh, Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, first of all, Jeff, there's no such thing as a Hamlet impression because Hamlet was not a real life character. Impressions are for real life characters. Well, listen, uh, I just Hamlet did that off the cuff. Fictional this the... piece of Shakespeare. Fine. Fine. Um, <laughs> This is the worst idea we've had anyway. So what are, what are we yeah, even doing? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, Joel, listen, we, we did an interview of me. Uh, it's time for your interview. Tell me okay. about your life, birth, all the way up to that first moment that you almost met Tom Cruise. Go. All right. Okay. Uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Go Packers. Go Brewers. Go Bucks. <laughs> um, I uh, baseball was my life. Baseball was my life. I had zero interest in acting until I was a teenager. Um, everything I used to sleep with a baseball glove on my hand and a baseball cap on my hat. Really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And at what point, uh, when you were growing up, did you realize you were smaller than every other baseball player, and this was not <laughs> going to become a dream? Well, well smaller <laughs> and also just not. Like nearly as good because there were small guys on <laughs> my team who who could there were small guys on my team who could throw like eighty five and like right. I was like oh I can't do that and also my the the varsity team when I got freshman year into my school they won the state championship in Whoa. Wisconsin so like you know they were probably you know like the three hundredth best team in the country hang on one second my is that T <laughs> Jeff Joel's leaving. Mom, his mom. Uh, again, just I'm made staying tea. at my mom's house. Um, so th- I saw what they could do, and I went to one of their games, and I saw a dude hit a ball 450 feet, and he was two years older than me, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I can hit a ball 200 feet. I don't think I'm going to get another 250 in the next two years." Um, um, but 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 aside from that, I started doing plays when I was like 13, 14, and then I got cast in my first high school play when I got there, and like. I, I was getting some attention from the ladies. That was the bug? The bug got the bug bit you? I, I got some attention from the ladies, and I'll tell oh, you what. the ladies. Do you know what gets attention from the ladies in high school? Not baseball. Oh. I could count all of three girls who came to baseball games, when because I played freshman and sophomore year. Girls didn't come to see baseball. They came to basketball football. But boy, your production of Guys and Dolls, they were lining up. Dude, yeah, I, I kid you not. I yeah. kid you not. Your lead role in Brigadoon, they were just like, let's yeah. see, I want that guy. I want Fiddler on the yeah. Roof over there. Uh, what else? What else? Um, well, so now, hold on. So acting bug bites, so you go to college for it, right? 
so then, yeah. So then, you know, favorite actor, uh, uh, still, um, in in my in my pantheon of 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 favorites, Denzel. I was like, I gotta do, I gotta follow what Denzel did. Where did he go to college? Fordham University. I'm sorry. The five seven white boy from Milwaukee looked up to the guy from Glory and said, "That's my guy." Yeah. So so I've, I I I went to Fordham. Um, okay. I I uh, when I was a sophomore going into my junior year, I I tried out for this summer program for the British American Drama Academy at Oxford University. Here we go. Now we're good. Yep. It's going to be about me. And, uh, and I somehow got in yep. and I went to Oxford, England folks in the summer of 99. What happened? And I was there. I was my, my first night there. I was mm-hmm. getting drunk. I was really having sure. fun. And, uh, I was, I was walking down the hallway. What'd with, you see? With, What'd uh, you see? Our buddy, Will Greenberg, our buddy, yeah. Will Greenberg from, yeah, from wrecked and a million other things. Really just one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. And sure. I, yeah, I thought I was drunk. I thought I was drunk, and I was. But I, I looked down. And I saw somebody streaking down the hallway. Yeah, who was he? And I, I, in my mind, it was this guy Jeff Meacham. No, I was. And I woke up the next day and I asked, I asked Will. I said, "Hey, but did you see somebody streaking in the hallway?" He goes, "Yeah, that was that was that was Jeff Meacham. He's ah, he streaks." Down there the we hallway. go. That's right. Jeff I Meacham. was naked a lot. Jeff Meacham. Jeff Meacham. A lot yep. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep. know, there's a lot of guests we could have on and say, "Give us your life in 60 seconds, right up until the moment you saw Jeff's dick." <laughs> Most people, it doesn't take 60 seconds. Most people, it doesn't. Most people, it doesn't take 60 seconds. No, it does not. No, it does not. Uh, uh, Oh, and backing up, just fun fact, fun fact about Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I grew up a mile and a half from another Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so funny because earlier in this exact podcast, we did talk about putting heads in freezers. So it really is a... Circle of life. Yes. All right. So you uh, you you become a professional actor after that because you know this is the dream. And uh, when do you move to L.A.? Uh, I moved to L.A. Uh, in my late twenties. I stayed. I stayed at Fordham. Uh, graduated there. Then stayed for another four or five years doing just. I don't. I I counted somewhere on my hand between college and after. I think I did about forty plays. Uh, just, wow. just Off off Broadway. Some sometimes it was one night only runs. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, you got paid um, well, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I kid you not. I did a play in in a bathroom of a bar one time. Nine people at a time could watch it. I mean. Some of my best work. Not not joking. Not joking. Some of my best work. God bless New York City. I did a play down in the Lower East Side and an outdoor theater that they said was the original public theater. And it was a play. Sure. It was it was Troilus and Cressida, and I remember when a dog ran up onto the stage in the middle of their production, and I simply thought, what am I doing with my life? I directed a play in New York where the stage was four feet deep from <laughs> and 20 feet wide. What? <laughs> what is that, just yep. a long jump? <laughs> I did a play. I, I did a production of Romeo and Juliet where they where they would not cut a word. So we did every single word of the original Romeo and Juliet. You're it was kidding. Like a three and a half hour production, and Tybalt in the in the end <laughs> because because it was so long. Tybalt were in the tomb. Okay, and Spoiler. Romeo. I was not Romeo, but uh, uh, Romeo was Spoiler. going to to to, to, <laughs> to Spoiler alert. <laughs> Romeo was going to like try and wake up Juliet. Tybalt had fallen asleep. So you got this tomb of dead bodies and Romeo is crying because Ju- he's discovered Juliet's dead body or what he thinks is. And all of a sudden you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All right. We're on a roll here. We're on a roll. So I did a 20, uh, I did a 24 hour, 40 minute version of Hamlet. So 40 minutes on 20 minutes off for 24 straight hours. And all I remember is at like three in the morning, I just heard, (laughs) I just heard Hamlet go, Horatio! <laughs> and I just woke up and ran on stage. I don't know what he was so mad, this poor kid working his balls off, and I just And even on blackish, sometimes they'll go Meacham! Open hole. Yeah, I oh god. You have three lines. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> oh, New York City. All right, so you know that your dreams have been made already, but you're like, I can do better than this. You moved to LA. Well, what happened was I every did you work on Law and Order? No, I never did a single okay, Law and Order. Okay, that's why that is why I moved to LA. Because <laughs> the year that I moved to LA, they canceled one of the Law and Orders. Sure. Um, the one about killing was, uh, kids, or uh, the one about cr- like killing uh, uh, criminal women. intent. They, that yep, was yep. They, that went away. SVU and the original. The, the original had one more year to go. Sex in the City ended. The Sopranos ended. I I was the only. You and I were the only people I had met. Yeah. Who had not booked Law and Order? I I had friends who came in in like their first two days. I'm not kidding. First two days in the city, they booked an episode of Law and Order. And I was like. Fuck this. I know. I, can, I, I can't believe that. I, guess, I can't believe there wasn't I have been there one. so many times. The writer room called me one time. They're like, hey, we can't find your agent's information, but we have a role that we think you'd be great for. I came in, didn't get it. <laughs> didn't get it. I was like, I cannot fucking book this show. I'm moving out. I thought I wasn't an actor. I was like, I can't be an actor. I never booked a single episode of this. Yeah. Christy did an episode of Criminal Intent where Neil Patrick Harris's character drilled a hole into her head and poured in hot water and then kept her as a toy. She probably did not recur on that show, I'm guessing. <laughs> she did not. Yeah, tough to come back from that. That's tough to come back from. (laughs) All right, so you're pissed that you didn't get any of the law and orders. Pissed. So I moved to L.A., started working right away. Not at all. I was, uh, uh, for five (laughs) years, I was working in nightclubs, slinging drinks and ice and going back and forth still to New York because my now wife was still there. We we did long distance for years. Wow. Um, And, uh, and, and, you know, eventually got the ball rolling and and started working. And, um, And then somewhere around the summer of 2010... Oh, here we I'm go. Studying, I'm studying at Leslie Kahn and Company. It's about me again. Here we go. And she asks me to be a teacher's assistant uh, uh-huh. for, for the incoming students who come in and they do this thing called the intensive. And right, right. I see this familiar face and especially sure. this familiar voice. And I, yeah. say, I know that guy. Yeah. Beautiful eyebrows, deep voice. Yep. That was me. Yep. It's Jeff Meacham. And since, since, since that day, we've been in the same acting class. And uh, Hey, man, think about it like this, dude every 10 years kind of monumental then right because we met in 99 though we had seen each other a few times we we then we became friends again we connected again at leslie's in 2010 i believe you're right it was uh-huh, 2010 uh-huh, uh-huh. and now here we yeah. are 10 10 plus years later years making later. this podcast that's right. together that's right imagine that's right. if you guys had any drive that could have been wrapped up by 2003 god we would be so, <laughs> we would be so much more successful we just had if our ADD didn't get the better of us, Joel. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, remind everybody super fast from the first episode how you saw Tom Cruise for the first time. I believe it was 2010, right? Uh, yeah, it was around the, the summer that we met. We, um, I, I had a friend who was in Hot Tub Time Machine, and she invited me to the premiere. And I, I'll use the same joke: and, TNT and, Instant Classic. Jesus. <laughs> 
it doesn't get old. The three people who listen to that that are listening to this, they they're, they're like, I remember that. I remember that. We also recorded this bit about seven times, so I've heard it about yeah. fifty-four. <laughs> remember see, how many times we did see, the first just episode? Just a barrel of laughs that Alec is right now. Yeah, um, you could do uh, the whole thing if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on a tough time machine. And, and but but you know what the tragic part is when I when I told that story I I did not know that it was taking place at somewhere we could no longer go which is the ArcLight Hollywood oh. and uh, yeah standing there in the lobby and uh, surrounded by who's who cast of, of of Hollywood celebrities and in walks Tom Cruise and everybody just shut the fuck up and let Glasses Tom take over the scene glass yeah, like glasses on leather jacket Elevator. coming down the escalator coming down the escalator I go I go I A yeah, Rain Man, I know. 1988, uh, best picture. I just could, you know, just smooth as can be. Smooth as Ugh. can be. Shaking hands. Life of the party. But you know what? I'm glad I didn't shake his hand, because had I shook his hand, I could have yep. only done one episode of this podcast. That's right. Yeah. That is right. Can I ask an actual question since we're interviewing him? Can you tell us about how you got Maisel? I auditioned. Okay, great. Oh, God, that is a good so, story. What else? Uh, Joel Johnstone, as you guys know, <laughs> yeah, plays Archie Cleary on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, probably one of the most successful comedies of the last 20 years. Best, on best Amazon. job I've ever had. I love doing theater, and I will always continue to do theater. Um, there's nothing like it's when I grow the most as an actor, but there's no bigger heartbreak to me as a professional actor than not being able to share our work. And that's just like 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 when I would do something I was really proud of and we did like three weekends of it and then it's over. Like that's heartbreaking that, oh, so-and-so didn't see it. So-and-so didn't see it. I wanted, when we do this, it's, there's, there's, a, there's a sense of timelessness because so somebody can always see it. Some, not yeah. that it, the jokes always play 10 years later or whatever, or you know, people still watch it, but at least there's that opportunity. And, and with Maisel, um, I'm, I, I know that I will be equally proud in 30 years as I am now watching it. And I will tell you, as fun as it is watching it, it's more fun making it. That show is just, it's, it's playtime. It really, it's the greatest fucking job. Joel, so outside of acting, what are your, what are your interests? If you weren't an actor, what would be next on the list for you? Baseball. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only nope, 42. You, I'm dude, only... we're five, seven, you and me. It's not going to happen. So is Dessa Pedroia. So is, so is, I got an inch on Jose Altuve. What else? What else? I'm only 42. What's okay. the third thing what? after acting in baseball? You mean when I retire from baseball? Yes, that's what I okay. mean. Uh, I I do love running. I I am I am an avid runner. I um I'm I am I am attempting to join several charities to run the New York Marathon this year. Everybody on the planet wants to run the New York Marathon this year because it was canceled heard. last year. So I don't know right. that it's going to happen, but. Um, my sister is an ultra runner. My sister logs like 2000 miles a year, runs hundred mile races once a month. She, she's bananas. And she, of course she qualified for the New York marathon. Um, I could never qualify for the New York marathon, but, uh, we're going to try and run it together. Um, anything else? Uh, I live anything else is like a job. Do you have anything that's like a real, like a real job? Not acting. No, baseball, no. Running. That's why we all became actors and in entertainment because no, we couldn't think of no, anything else to do. No, I, I covered a friend's desk one time at like an office job. Yeah. I could never, ever do that. No. Nope. God bless everybody who can. All right, Joel. So then uh, let's wrap this up. I'll ask, where do you want to be in, in 10 years? What do you, what okay. is your, what is your career? What does your life look like? I, I will be acting in and producing my own Oscar-winning films with my production company, which I already have, Border Clan Pictures. Wait, wait, what's that mean? What's that mean? Johnstone uh, is a Scottish name. 
um, okay. and we were a border clan. So we were a warring clan uh, in, in, in Scotland. We were fighters. So not, not shortstops, fighters. <laughs> I bet a lot of those guys died hard. Yeah, yeah, Just... no, 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 not easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, a lot of them died probably by, by having rocks crush their skulls, I'm guessing. Oof. All right, and then finally, when you retire, if you retire, actors, obviously, they just die. They don't retire. But if you could imagine actual retirement, where would that be? I already know. I can tell you right now, Rome. Ooh. I am going to live in Rome. Um, when, I, when I get to the promised land, that is, that is every actor's dream, which is offer only, <laughs> and I don't have to live somewhere where I have to audition every day, I will live in Rome, Italy. 100%. Really? Yep. Yep. My wife can join me or not. But I will be living in Rome. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, boy, Joel, for our next guest, I have done no preparation. How about you? I don't care. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, our next guest uh, once <laughs> changed his last name. He uh, shaved his head one time. Uh, he's an artist. He's a human. I know he's a human. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and 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 I will say, in uh, we kid, but but Alec is an enigma. He really is. Oh I yeah, mean, we're gonna deep dive that. He's he's. Uh, you mean the meaning of the word enigma? <laughs> Alec, shut up. We haven't said your name yet. I said that because it's true, and also I want to hear Jeff's response to hearing that somebody's an enigma. I know an enigma is a band from the nineteen eighties. Wait, or is it a song? Boy, we should get to our guest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is a graduate of some college in the middle of Connecticut. He's from New York City. He lives in L.A. He's a producer, writer, director, father, husband. His name is Alec Lev. Alec, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Big fan. Longtime listener, first time caller. Jeez, <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Alec, um... We have a unique question for you, but because you, at least when you started this podcast, you were not a fan of Tom Cruise at all, nor have you ever met him before. Oh, what? Oh, you look like you want to say something about that. No, no, no. It's not that I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise. I. It's a matter of how you handle your fandom that makes me sick. But Tom Cruise is great. You mean with love? Sure. And positivity? Sure. And happiness? Mm-hmm. Again, this is that enigma thing we'll be talking about with you because on the outside, people might look at you. Well, some of us think that maybe there's a. a hey, what? Jeff might know what enigma means. Alec? Yeah. I think it's a really pretty word. That's what matters most is it's a pretty word. Do I get to talk soon? Ugh, Alec, how about this? How about this? Before I'm not going to ask that other question about you. I'll get there. But just tell us about your life up until you started the Meeting Tom Cruise podcast. Born and raised in New York City in Manhattan. I did go to uh, Hunter College Elementary School and High School. Uh, we boast um, Busta Moves Young MC, a song I did here yesterday. Very exciting. You went to high school with Young MC? He was ahead of me. He was older than I was. Holy shit. But he graduated. We have other people at that level too. Justice Elena Kagan. Ah, Young MC and Justice Kagan. Went to the same high school. That is it. Yeah. Uh, different times. Different times. Well, of course. Uh, of course. Uh, Chris Hayes from uh, MSNBC and um, what's that guy's name? Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's done well also. Since. I've, I've heard of him. Lynn Lynnman. And then I went to Wesleyan, um, Wesleyan University, where we boast Bradley Whitford, uh, Craig and Carter, uh, Craig Thomas and Carter Bays, who made How I Met Your Mother, Michael Bay, Michael Bay, 
And then uh, also, uh, what's that kid's name? Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh, God. Yeah. So I, again, I've heard of him. Again, 18 years. Rings a bell. He and I, same schooling, five years apart. No shit. And the, uh, no the shit. jealousy level is, I, let's put it this way. I read Hamilton first. I'm just going to say that I read the book first. I read the book before he did. <laughs> and, and, and it made you think of all the same songs and all the same lyrics, right? I was this close. Yeah. You just didn't write them down. I was humming them. Similarly, I, uh, I read Schindler's List before Steven Spielberg. And, um, See? Yeah, See? I had the idea. And now, before you even continue, can you tell everybody the first weird, unique thing about you, which we maybe have mentioned before, uh, that the fact that you know what about your preschool class and kindergarten class? Tell everybody, weirdo. Well, it's just that at Hunter, I went to... Uh, we started when we were four years old. There were about 50 of us that started when we were four and while other people got added into the school in seventh grade, many of us were there right up through 12th grade. And so, yes, I can go through my what we called nursery school pre-kindergarten classroom and tell you just about where everyone is and what they're doing right now. And it is a joy, Joel. It is so much fun yeah. as he goes through one of those great 1980s pictures and he's just like, she's dead, uh, divorced <laughs> twice. Uh, this one's got seven kids. I'm close with several of them, and they're listening to this podcast. Hi, Jocelyn. Hi, Joel. We got fans of this show who I've known since I was four years old. It's kind of crazy, right, Joel? Uh, did a lot of theater in school. Started doing theater in school, uh, directing, and uh, we had a our, we had an amazing theater program where there were three plays every year with zero parental supervision. It was basically just a bunch of kids putting on our own shows. So then uh, did a lot of theater in uh, in at Wesleyan. I was direct as my major theater and English major. Did a lot of directing, and uh, picked up started learning sign language, and that's kind of what changed. I, I told this story already, but started learning sign language. Worked at the National Theater of the Deaf. Ultimately became fluent, and for the last twenty years, I've been a sign language interpreter along with doing all these other crazy movie and podcast and theater things. I'm sorry. Is that the end? Roll credits. <laughs> is that, that the end of your story? <laughs> sorry. Je Jeff tuned out. Jeff, Jeff, uh, a new game. What would you like to know? Up on his I iPhone. don't know, man. And I don't know. I Maybe thought it some... was an enigma. Ask some questions. I got him. Come on, bring him up. Oh, boy. Here we go. You know, it's occurring to me. Maybe I just need to ask myself the questions. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> feels like. Go for it. Uh, so, Alec, how did you get into podcasting? That's a great question. I was I was working for the show How I Met Your Mother. Go on. Um, I was as they were a uh, uh, new media. Uh, um, what, was, what was my title? New media something or other. And I read a. There was 2010. There was a magazine. How to do your own podcast. And I I called the guys. I was like, I have an idea. Let's do a podcast. This is one of these audio things, and we'll, we could release one with each episode and interview all the guests and all the the cast and crew. And so we did. We did fifty episodes of the How I Met Your Mother podcast, and then I did one for the show called Speechless. Did one about Buster Keaton. Did one with our friend Rob, Open Sky Fitness, and then you uh, started talking about Tom Cruise. We started noodling a podcast out of it, and here we are. Ah, oh, it's really interesting, Alec. Thanks for sharing about how you got into podcasting. I'm literally just waiting for him to get to me. Oh. So, Alec, how did you how did you meet Joel? Oh, good question. Um, so, Joel, we, uh, we met uh, not till this podcast. We met the first day that we recorded the pilot. I'm skipping over Jeff. We Son met the bitch. first day that we we did this pilot. It was the only time that Joel and I have been in the same place. Was yeah. that is that true? Alec and I have never time. breathed each other's air except for the pilot yep. of this, which, which was, was right before the pandemic. So, Alec, how'd you meet Jeff? 
Uh, well, I was I I made a film called Ready or Not, which my mom saw, and uh, I had cast in it uh, a, a woman which from which my mom saw, <laughs> uh, uh, an actress from um, Wesleyan, Lynn Chen. Hi, Lynn, and fantastic actress. And then Lynn uh, and my friend John Newman, and Lynn couldn't do it, and John couldn't do it. And then Lynn said, "Hey, I've got a friend, Christy Myers. Why don't you audition her?" And I did. She was fantastic. And then Christy said. Uh, I see in the in the in the breakdown here you have a character who's kind of like a moron. <laughs> He's just sort of a just a douchebag. And my boyfriend would be perfect for it. It's that's yeah. Jeff yeah. Meacham. And yeah. so now actually as the character was playing that the role of that, he was actually the mastermind of of the whole thing and playing an idiot. And then so Jeff came over to my house, sat on a chair, had a poker shirt on. Yep, I had four aces. That I got it from um Lucky, yeah. lucky jeans. Yeah, did the audition. Very funny. So as the director, you directed this, Alec, correct? You didn't just write it? Okay. As the director, was there ever a moment where you yelled action and well, Jeff was in front of the camera and you just thought, this kid's got it. This kid's got it. Jeff made me laugh the whole way through. I, I did. I, I, never... I can. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. There you go. Well, there I remember go. that one. Mo I remember that one moment together where they put that we were finding the cameras that were set up. And there was a camera behind a trinkety elephant's butt. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> Alec, remember what you kept saying? Look at that. Did I say, look at that? It's in his ass or something like that. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> he said, he blew the camera out of that elephant's ass. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I kept and, saying, and he couldn't, he just couldn't take it. And I was and, like, and I was, I was, I was running the camera too. So he and I were really close to each other and he would say it. And I would, I finally had to use a take where there was one frame, one thirtieth of a second between <laughs> when he said the joke and I burst out laughing. So yes, Jeff was, was super funny right from the beginning. The character had to have a bald head at the end, and Jeff was very clear. He was like, "I am not doing this for your shitty little movie." I was so, like, bald, "I am not going to shave my head for twelve dollars." So you will put a bald <laughs> cap on me, and yeah. uh, that will be that the end of that discussion. <laughs> And then we started hanging. We played a little poker. And then uh, I moved out to L.A. And then Jeff moved out to L.A. And we've been procrastinating ever since. <laughs> yeah, we've written a lot of scripts that have not seen the light of day. And uh, here we are. Yeah. So uh, otherwise, what, anything, what, what do you got going on right now, Alec? Oh, that's a good question, too. I directed a film called What? Which is now in a bunch of festivals actually coming up. There will be a world premiere at the uh, end of August, beginning of September here in Hollywood. Put it in the books, folks. Put it in the Dear books. God, make this end. Book your tickets now. It's a black and white silent feature film. I'm sorry? It's a black and white silent feature film. I'm not going. Which my beautiful wife, Christy Myers, is actually in. Which your beautiful wife, Christy Myers, is in. One scene. Very funny. Yes, indeed. If oh, anybody... wait, I want to be a baseball player. Just like Joel. What? I want to, Wait. What? Yeah, I first wanted to be Dave Winfield. And if you don't know who he was, six foot six tall African American, two hundred and twenty pound slugger for the Yankees. That was my first model of what it's I was not, going to be. Not quite you. It's not none quite, of those things. That's kind of like zero. Joel's Denzel story, though. This is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Don Mattingly was my was my Again, hero. Not that tracks. You. Again, not that yeah, tracks. Don, not quite Donny Baseball. Um, now I'm a Dodgers fan. Fuck the Yankees. Next question.
Okay, as we wrap up this episode of Meeting Tom Cruise, I wanted to read you something from Chad Ronnenbaum, who wrote to us, who said, My brother and I were the kids that rode past Tom Cruise while he was driving the Porsche home with the flashers on in Risky Business. Stop. Took about 10 takes, hung out with him between shots. Yeah. Very cool. That's the kind of story we like to hear. Stop it, Chad. And a question from Betty Bredeman. She says, uh, here's a question I can actually imagine you bantering about. So let's see if she's right. Mm. Um, is there anything Tom Cruise can't do? Doesn't Betty Bredeman sound like the name of the first girl you kissed? Doesn't that that's just the, yes. like you got to yes. say the full name? Nobody yes. would ever say, yes. oh, the first girl I kissed was named Betty. No, it was Betty. Betty do you mean Betty Adrian Froelich, who listens to this podcast? I see, that's the craziest thing that you I know can't that remember. name. The first girl I kissed's name is Lena, and I can't remember her last name. Oh, uh, mine name. was Laura Capellucci. She was the baker's How daughter. How was your first kiss? Was it good? Was it a good one? Fantastic. Oh, really? Was it? Yeah. Okay. I remember everything about it. I, I, mine was horrible. Mine, I think I almost broke both her front teeth, because the first <laughs> thing I did was I jammed her tooth with my tooth. Oof. Then we both kind of laughed. Makes me hurt. And then I wasn't sure if tongue should be involved because I'd heard I'd heard contrasting things with the tongue. So I didn't yep. do tongue, and then I, and then I felt tongue, and then I was like, oh okay. And then I think I jabbed the tongue a little too hard. It was a, mm. it was a disaster. Where where were you? <laughs> At a water fountain. At school. In a hall in a hallway and in, in a summer camp. Yes. yes. I was at a bus stop. We were at a bus stop. Uh, mine was playing. Mine was playing spin the bottle. And, uh, and we were, I knew I was nervous as all hell. And of course I planned it. So it would land on Laura, like how how to do. And I remember you could say foreign or domestic foreign, meaning French kiss domestic, meaning no tongue. Don't know why, but that was that. So I was like like foreign. (laughs) And then we, uh, we started, we started jamming tongues. Where was yours, Alec? On the math. No, (laughs) Alec. Meeting Tom Cruise is hosted by Jeff Meacham, Joel Johnstone, and me, Alec Lev. It's also produced by the same Alec Lev. Wait, but Betty, what was your question again? Oh, what, what can Tom Cruise not do? not do? I bet he, I bet he can't cook. I bet he can't have a bad day. Our executive producers are Doug Matica and Dan Patrick. Our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Editing by Alec Lev, with additional editing by Alex Reeves. I bet he can't sit still, sit in the same chair for more than 10 minutes. Our music is by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus Berger. I bet he can't not be better than everybody. Artwork by Rebecca Montoya. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. I bet Tommy can't drive the speed limit. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Instagram and Twitter. Check out our website and show notes at meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars are much appreciated. And write a review. It really helps people to find the show, and we just might read it on the air. I bet Tom Cruise can't fly a plane without doing a 360. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham and Alec Lev. Why do I feel like this one is bringing the children out in us? Were the children put away? (laughs) Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. 
can't not be handsome. <laughs>